The NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added Pick'em Scorchers, where you can get a 100x your deposit. That's right. Turn $5 to 500 in one game. Plus, every Sunday, they're giving away 100K. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for 100% deposit bonus up to $500. We're also brought to you by Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code SGP. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. And we are giving away $3,000 in our NFL Second Chance Survivor Contest presented by Corey Pinkston and Barking Dog Properties. Free to enter. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. I'm just about that action, boss. Back with another edition of the NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Know me, know the voice, know the guys. Me, really real, villain real, Terrell from Virginia here at your service. Here we go. Money talk. And I have my co-host here with me, as always, breaking down the afternoon, no, evening slate of games. We are not on West Coast time round here. The East Coast is taking their power back. We are reclaiming our time. Scott Studio, Rachel. Scott, what's going on? Scotty, beat me up. They're doing pretty well. I uh, saw the Jets actually win a game for once, which was nice, which I also had. I thought Brees Hall would have a good game as well, and that worked out. But point is, last week was okay. Jets' money line did me a solid on the show. A couple of weird games, though. The Chiefs game went under, even though it felt like neither team could get a stop the entire game. And the Eagles game also went under because they had so many long drives that killed the entire pace of the game. But for the most part, the afternoon games were pretty good for us. So hopefully that carries over into week six. Very much so. I did hit my lock last episode. Uh, appreciate you for pushing me off of the Cowboys and the 49ers under because I did cash the over in the Petty Bowl. It was never in doubt. I mean, it really was never in doubt. I knew that these two teams, the Jets and the Broncos, were going to put up points in the Petty Bowl, and they very much did. Shout out to uh, Russ for just sucking completely and absolutely and terribly and utterly. There's no situation you can bet Russ ever. Does that does that mean you're excited for the Thursday night game with him playing again? <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's 0-5 ATS this far in the season. Why would I? Why why stop now? We're up five units. Why stop now? <laughs> I did not cash my dog, though. I had the Rams money line. 
I kind of talked myself into Rams getting it done there. And, you know, Eagles just a better team. Like, it really it really didn't seem like it was anything else other than the Eagles were just a better team. Like, it didn't feel like the Rams lost the game. It just – they just weren't good enough. First half was close, but then you just saw the Eagles <clears throat> just continuously drain clock over and over again. I think the Eagles, including the final drive where they ended up turning it over on downs when they were up double – uh, when they were up multiple possessions, I think Philly went 12 of 16 on third uh-huh. down. 12 of 16? That's absolutely <laughs> nuts. But that was the story of the game. Yeah, absolutely. We have, what do we have today, Scott? We have four, five, five. four, we have five. Five games on the slate today. Let's kick things off very quick. This is quick and easy. I mean, for me, it's quick and easy. It may not be for you. New England Patriots are traveling to the Las Vegas Raiders. Raiders open up minus one. They are now minus three favorites. 41 and a half is the total. New England is a close your eyes special here. Did not cover the spread. Well, underperformed the spread by 21 or more points. Catching points here. And this is just the perfect close your eyes special. It's nasty. It's ugly. You don't want to do it. You don't want to bet Matt Jones. But you have a bad coach on the other side. You have a questionable defense on the other side. And you have all the revenge in the world for Bill Belichick to get some payback on his assistant. Yeah, I mean, it, I I locked this in without even thinking about it. I kind of felt like New England was going to be a close-your-eye special. We're getting the Raiders minus three here. I know it didn't go well for us on, uh, what was that? Monday night football. Monday night football. Yeah, it didn't go well on Monday night football, but I mean, we we got it against the Steelers and perfectly fine there. I say we roll it back here. It's the close your eyes special. There's really nothing to talk about here. New England plus three. I'm so annoyed by this matchup because, of course, I blindly want to take New England, uh, which is why it's the close your eyes special because I still think the Raiders were a bad football team. And the only thing that really stopped the Packers from winning was Jordan Love's interception issue because we saw McDaniel send out the field goal unit again for no reason, needing one yard to win a game, and he ended up trying to kick it again, and that did not work out. So they won the game anyway, but I'd at least want to acknowledge another really dumb decision by McDaniels, almost costing the Raiders a game, which tells me the Patriots, of course, have a coaching advantage. I don't think Belichick still has the full it anymore, but he's got more it than McDaniels ever had. So I think for the sake of this matchup, <laughs> I'm going to agree with you. I, I just think the Raiders are still not a good football team. Now, Garoppolo was fine against the Packers. He wasn't great, mm-hmm. but Devontae's still a bit banged up. I do think that New England, at some point, it's an effort thing. It's one thing mm-hmm. to get killed repeatedly, but you got to at least show up for some games with some pride. I think it's a decent spot. The last time they were here, Myers, who was a Patriot at the time, Chuck the ball backwards to the wrong team. That's so what I was see. literally just about to say. Do you remember? That is how the game ended. There's no way. It's no way. And I'm, that was the game yeah. that uh, that the Raiders fan was like yelling in that Patriots fan's face. And then uh, Robert Kraft brought the Patriots fan over back to Foxborough to come to a game or something like that. Dog, it, this is this is the ultimate revenge spot. Ultimate revenge spot. Close your eyes special. It's ugly. It's nasty. You don't want to take Matt Jones. He freaking sucks. And he probably shouldn't be a starting NFL quarterback. But they really don't have any other option. At this point, I kind of actually would. Well, no, they don't have the offensive mind to 
unleash Malik Cunningham. So, yeah, no, there's he he's going to be the starter for the foreseeable future. I know people have been talking about should they bench him or anything else. No, Mac Jones is going to continue to start. They're going to continue to be bad, not for this game. New England plus three, New England money line. I assume we're on the under. Oh, I was going to say, even if the Raiders win, I still don't trust the Raiders to blow anybody out. So I do think there is a path where New England, in theory, could cover and still lose the game. So I do like getting three here. Maybe you'll push. I think I have to go with the under because I still don't think Mac Jones any good. The only question is, do I think Belichick can scheme up something to make Garoppolo's life miserable? That I can see. So I am going to go with the yeah, under. That's his guy. That's his son. Yeah, I, I see a pretty it's ugly like game here. It's like in All-American when, uh, what's his name? Billy Baker was coaching for Crenshaw, and he had to go back and play Jordan and all those guys at Beverly. He knew he knew what to scheme up to try to get, rattle Jordan and that team and those guys that he'd been coaching. This this is this is an easy game. This is a very easy game. I'll go with the New England plus the points and only. This might be a lot. I, I really do see some type of like 2017 game, but if you told me it was like 17-16 and the Raiders found a way to win at the end, I wouldn't be shocked, but I'll take the points in the under. All right. Underdog has just introduced Scorchers. Five for five in Pick'em Scorchers for and enjoy a nice spicy 100x payout. Look, I mean, you have the chance to get more payout and guess what? You can do it at no risk because guess what? Underdog Fantasy is matching your first deposit up to $500. So you can get extra money for your scorches, for your contests. You can do all of that. Use that promo code SGPN. They also still have 100K Sundays where you can choose the player of the day. And 10 lucky players will win $10,000 each underdog. Pick me, please, please pick me. I could really use $10,000. Promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy will double your first deposit up to five hundred dollars. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. And it's Balloween. Look, people, I have to take care of my manscape. I hope that you take care of your manscape. I have been self-conscious about my manscape for a very long time here, and I just want the people to know. Scott, come back to me. I just want the people to know that if you want to join. Nair Anonymous, for those that dared use Nair to try to handle their landscape, then, oh, man, I am sorry for your experience. It was a terrible thing. It was a horrible idea. I literally could barely sit down for about a week. And, you know, it was all for it was all for a woman. All just because I wanted to impress a woman with a clean landscape. Well, guess what? I wish I had Manscaped because Manscaped and their Halloween handyman. Look, man, the handyman is going to help you, you know, with those nicks and cuts. And you don't you don't have to worry about all of that. They have this skin safe technology. It's really cool. And, you know, for the people and all my wolf people, those those guys with me that have beards and all of that, you don't have to use the handyman for that. Why would you want to use the handyman that you use down there up here? No. So they also have the beard hedger, which is really great. They give you 20 different beard links. And so just one guard. It's not like you have to take the guard off and keep changing the guard. No, they have 20 different beard links in one guard. That is absolutely huge. And so, look, 
20% off and free shipping. Use code SGP at manscaped.com. Really take care of your manscaped people. This is this is an epidemic. This is an epidemic out here. And there's people out here that are not taking care of their landscape. And it, it's, it's just a Amazon rainforest. So take care of your landscape. 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code SGP. Your manscaped will thank you. All right. After the difficulties that 95% of the people will never hear of, we're back. And we're talking Eagles and Jets. Eagles opened up minus one. That's back when, you know, preseason and Aaron Rodgers was still a part of this Jets team. And now they're minus seven. 41 is total. I mean, how do we not go chalk here? Well, I've said... Uh, before you did the ad read that Vera Tucker, one of the Jets' better offensive linemen, is now out for the year. That a bad offensive line to begin with. We know the Eagles' defensive front's been solid this season. The secondary has still not been great. Cup still at 118 yards in his first game back, but you still have Zach Wilson back there. The weapons aren't the greatest. Garrett Wilson was also a bit banged up in that in that game against Denver. How do we trust? How do we trust Zach? Get the time from. Yeah, that's kind of the problem. I, I don't think this Jets team can block. So I am going to lean to Philly, but I guess the question is, Philly has been involved in a lot of close games, even when game, even games that they've dominated in. Do you trust them to actually coast? I don't think that it's going to coast as in they'll be covering the entire game. But at the end of the game, when the score says 0 I am 90% sure that they're going to be winning by more than seven points. So I say we just go chalk here. I'm going to agree with you. I think the Eagles won by about 10. I think it might be close on the scoreboard. It might be one of those games. It might be. It might be five by 14. (laughs) Yeah, it might be. It might be one of those spots where the Eagles are covering barely the entire game. And then that's just how it ends. Or maybe they score a touchdown late to put the game on ice. But I don't think the Jets are going to do enough offensively. And I think defensively, this team is fine. Denver did move the ball in the entire first half against this defense, so I do think that Jalen Hurts and company can have some success. I'm going to lean to the Eagles as well. I wish it was at like six or six and a half, but at seven, I'm still going to lean that way if I had to pick a side. (sighs) Super chalky here, but that means I get to bring in our new drop. Oh, nice. Your show was so damn good back in the day. That show was oh, so good man. back in the day. It's so good. It's I love so that show. Much. I love How did that we go so long day? without this drop? How Do you remember the so name of the chalk guy, though? Uh, uh, so Rudy was the, the main Rudy was the kid, but it was, uh, it was something. First of all, Rudy's last name was something crazy. Like it was Rudy, Rudy to booty. Oh man. What was the His name was snap by was the way. The chalk guy was snap. Snap? Was it really snap? It was snap. Wow, yeah. it was snap. Rudy, Rudy to booty. Like, That's what I said. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> oh, my God. I used to, I used to love that show amazing. growing up. Yeah. was amazing. Hey, man, that boy that boy was fire with the pen. He, he was, was fire with the pen. All right. I don't. Hey, who was better with the pen? Was it Rudy or was it Steve? Uh, Steve knew how to draw a house. Knew how to draw a house, man. I mean that he drew some. Hey, man. Um, Steve knew how. Hey, Steve knew how to. He was draw nice some, with it. Yeah. He knew how to draw some shit. Hey, that's a great question. Matter of fact, leave us a five star review and tell me 
who was better with the pen, Rudy Tabuti or Steve? I don't. I know wonder Steve's how many people have not Steve. realized yet what show we're talking about with Steve. I wonder if how they many don't. Have not if realized. they don't get it, then they're too young for me. It's perfectly fine. That's fair. All right, let's move on. I think we're going to have to play the drop again because the Los Angeles Rams are welcoming division rival Arizona Cardinals. Rams open up minus four and a half. It's now minus seven. 48 and a half is total. Dog. I mean, I had a theory that, you know, the Cardinals are going to fall off a cliff when they stop playing NFC East teams. Well, you can take a victory lap for last week as you had Cincinnati. You thought they'd get it back together, and they kind of oh, dominated yeah. the entire game. Yeah, very much so. It wasn't even close. It didn't feel close at all. I, I think the wheels have fallen off, and the big part of that is the fact that James Conner is not on this team now. So yeah. now you have no running back except Keontae Ingram, an undrafted guy. De- De- Mercado was okay last week, De- but I don't know if he's, he's ready still to be undrafted. He's yeah. still undrafted. Like, you're not like there's not a bunch of Philip Lindsay's running. It's a massive downgrade. Dog, there's no they have no shot. Like they really have no shot. Because if they can't run the ball, like Connor was the reason that the offense was moving because he con- he consistently gave them easier downs. Mm-hmm. Like there's no there is no path I can see here for the Cardinals to even remotely be close in this game. I think this is I think you could do a Rams pleaser and go Rams minus 13 here and you'll be perfectly fine. Uh, I, I we I, I really hate to have to go chalk with two really big lines, but can you sell me on anything at all with this Cardinals team? I may or may not be using the Rams in Survivor, so I, I can't sell you on the Cardinals here because the Cardinals aren't a good football team. They beat the Cowboys, which was a good win, obviously, but the Cowboys, of course, have been known to play down to competition. Uh, they ended up having one good half against the Giants. Turned out to be a really bad team. They lost that game anyway. That's it. They've gotten buried in the last couple games, and the Rams are a desperate team because they were at home last week, lost to the Eagles. We already know the Niners should win that division. Seattle's probably going to finish in second place. If the Rams want any shot of making the playoffs, they have to win this game. So there is a sense of urgency in week six for the Rams to win this game because it might be the easiest game they've left on their schedule. The Rams are 0-2 at home. They've lost three of their last four games. I think that this is a game the Rams have to get, and I don't think the Cardinals are that good. And the one problem that I have in particular with this matchup is the fact that Joe Burrow, who looked a lot better last week in general health-wise, and Jamar Chase did whatever they wanted last week because Arizona can't stop the pass. Now you're facing off against Puka and Cup. And Cup? You got problems. Like, I don't think Arizona is going to match up against the pass. Drop. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's okay. bro. So catchy. This top, this top, this top. Oh my gosh! Oh man, I love when I come up with a great drop idea. It's a great drop. He just brought back like a, this a is, stroll down memory lane there. But oh, I can't wait till NBA. I'm gonna play this so many times. It's so good. But yeah, I gotta go with the Rams once again. If if Chase Higgins didn't even play last week, and the Bengals still aired it out on him. I see Stafford airing it out on this team as well. Give me the Rams to win comfortably. Stafford might go for 350 passing yards. It wouldn't shock me. But I think Cup probably goes for 130. Maybe Puka also goes for 100. You have one of those games. But Arizona can't stop the pass. It's a bad matchup. I probably We're probably going to talk about this game again later on. Yeah. All right. Are you already knocked out of your NFL survivor? 
Well, look, don't worry because we have the chance for you with the SGPN Second Chance Survivor Contest presented by Corey Pinkston and Barking Dog Properties. Look, $3,000 up for grabs, up for grabs, winner take all starting in week seven. So sign up because <clears throat> we're starting soon. Things kicking off next week starting in week seven. Sign I already, up. Saw, I already signed up. Did you, did you, you sign up did? yet? No, yeah, I didn't. I already signed up. Wow, I need to get in. I found out we're allowed to, so we are allowed to participate in this. Oh contest. well, I mean, uh, I, yeah, I mean, you guys can sign up, but I'm gonna win. So, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash slash survivor sign up three thousand dollars up for grabs. Also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, sports betting analytics platform. They have NBA, NFL, MLB, soccer, historical debt data, and stats everything you need look this is this is where i go when i'm trying to get everything i need to go ahead put together a same game parlay put together you know all all of these parlays that i'm constantly doing everybody that says don't parlay don't parlay i say don't listen to them get you a sweat wherever you can get your sweat they have a revolutionary parlay optimizer where it'll break it down by expected probability for the entire parlay. So stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start researching. Start winning with Hall of Fame bets. Real quick on that last game, you're on over or under 48.5. Uh, I'm going to be on the over. I think the Rams yeah. probably score north of 30 in this game. And I think the Cardinals will, will do enough, maybe in garbage time. The Rams' defense is still not good. I just think the Cardinals' defense is worse. So I'll go with the over. I think it's 30 to 14. So I'm with you. I think it's, well, is that? No, it's not enough. Oh, well, mm, 37 14. There we go. Okay. That's better. Something like that. I really don't think this game is. I think the Rams run it up on them. So. Oh, we're going to be talking about this later. Yeah. All right. Detroit Lions traveling to Tampa Bay to play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Detroit opened up minus three and a half. They are currently minus three. 42 and a half is total here. No Jameer Gibbs in this one. No Brian Branch in this one. You didn't notice last week because they buried the worst team in the league, but yeah, we'll be out. I mean, so for this... This is the spot that it feels like everybody is going to be on Detroit laying a short number on the road, and there's and everybody's riding high with this Detroit team. It's a little bit of them fading this Tampa Bay team who people thought were probably in the conversation with the Cardinals for worst in the league, and they're sitting here at 3-1. and one. And I think this is just a terrible spot for the Lions. I do. I think, I think we're on the is... same page here because I think the Lions are the better team personally than the Bucks. Yeah, but yeah. I didn't learn anything from last week. Even with all the injuries with Amon Ra not playing, Carolina sucks. Yeah. They're the worst team in the league. I don't think it's close. They're the only winless team left in the league. So I didn't learn anything. Like the Lions did what they had to do. They did, they played well at home. They did whatever they wanted offensively. We saw Laporta get loose a couple of times. Tampa's off a bye. So they have a pretty good scheduling spot where they had extra prep time for this matchup. Baker's been good for the most part. Uh, I want to see if Evans is fully healthy. We'll see what happens there. But I think I'm with you. This feels like a spot where you're looking at the line. You know, everyone's betting Detroit, yet the line dropped half a point. I think I'm going Tampa. This is one of those spots that feels very coin flippish to me. Even though the Lions are the better team, they're going on the road. They might be a little bit full of themselves after beating up on a really bad Carolina team. 
I like the spot for Tampa. I'm going to go with Tampa as well. Baker, sixth in QBR. He's been good. Right right behind Jared Goff. Yeah. I, I, I love this Baker Mayfield that has no expectations. I love this Baker Mayfield that has no expectations. I think the only concern for me is a potential that Mike Evans don't play doesn't play in this game. That would yeah. hinder me. It, it would just make me feel a little bit more nervous about the play, but I'm still on the Bucks here. I think that Mike Ev- like if I get Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and add the fact that this Detroit Lions team has been the worst against the tight end, and Kate Otten is still out there playing 80, 90% of snaps. Like, yeah, I think that this is absolutely a hammer spot where we just come in on the Tampa Bay Bucks. Like, this, this is a spot where the Detroit Lions fans get really, really mad at their team because you question yourself on how you lost to the Bucks. And it's still rather early in the season. You're still coming down to Florida. Th- this is just a really tough road spot. And I think this is a really, a really good get up spot for this Tampa Bay team to continue their you know, dominance in this uh, NFC South and kind of, you know, put themselves in the driver's seat of this division by just continuing to win games. So, yeah. Just to be clear, I do think Detroit's a good team, but I think their defense is highly overrated. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're solid. Like, they're a solid team. I just think that – I think they're just overall overrated. Like, I don't think that – I really don't think that they probably should be laying three in this spot, despite – how people may feel about Tampa Bay and what the outlook was before the season, I really feel like this is probably more of like Detroit minus one. Well, you if you want to look at who Detroit's actually beaten this year, they are four and one. The last two games that they ended up winning, they ended up beating the Panthers, who are awful, and they beat the Packers. And the Packers just lost to the Raiders. Those are two below-average football teams. Carolina's yeah. the de- at dead last. Like, they're really bad. They beat Kansas City in week one. Impressive win there. No Chris Jones. No Chris Jones. Kansas City also dropped a lot of passes. One was returned for a touchdown. But they beat Atlanta as well, who's decent. But Ritter's still not a great quarterback. It was was Atlanta on the road. That's like Ritter's Ritter's ever won a road game yet. I think he's undefeated at home and he's winless on the road. I think that's what Ritter is. Yeah, this so, is this is just a this is a terrible spot. The Lions haven't really spot. beaten many great teams in the last couple of weeks, and I think a lot of people are overrating them because they buried the Panthers and the Packers. So I'm going to go with Tampa in this spot. I love Tampa plus three and Tampa on the money line, man. I, I just I love this spot. I think the Bucks definitely going to win here. All right, you like the over or the under. Mm-hmm. This total feels a bit low based on how Baker's played this year and Goff. I think this total's a bit low. I can see a 24-20 type game, something like that. Mm, I don't know. I think this is a defense. I think this is more of a little deep. I think this is really more about just the Detroit offense not being able to get going on the road outdoors, and Tampa Bay's defense gets up for a game, and their offense does enough. Yeah, no, I think this is a, I think this is a pretty decent over spot. I mean, under spot for me. I'm going to lean over, but it's kind of on the fence about it. I think I actually might bet this under. I like under okay. 42 now. All right. Why do they keep putting us in prime time? It's a great question. I'm sure a lot of people have the same question. The New York, I wouldn't even say football, the New York Giants are on the road going to play the Buffalo Bills. Line opened up is minus seven. The fact that this <laughs> line is now minus 14 and a half. 44 and a half is total. I would 
go through a Giants injury report, but I don't have enough time left in the show for that. Do you think Daniel Jones plays? I I, I honestly truly have no idea. I don't even. Like, I couldn't even tell you what the beat writers are telling because they truly do not know. From what it sounds like, he could, but he can't. And like, it's, it might be Tyrod. If it's Tyrod, I actually kind of have better faith in them when it, getting maybe a cover. Tyrod was low key kind of decent in the final stages of that. Tyrod is good. Miami. Like, I, I, Tyrod is good. He's not bad. I think. It, I think Tyrod is better Tyrod. than. There are multiple for- starting quarterbacks in the NFL that I think Tyrod Taylor right now is better than. That's fair. I think you can make an argument he's better than Mac Jones. He's 100% better than Mac Jones. I think that... I think he's better than Bryce We can Young. make an argument that, about Zach Wilson. I think that the argument is there for him. I'm just going off of the slate that we have. I think he's... I'm saying Bryce argument. Young, I think, is the worst quarterback in the league right now for a starter. He's still young, so we'll see if he improves, but... Mm, I think Matt Jones is worse than him. It could be, but uh, the point is Bryce Young has not been good. I think Ty- we saw Dalton drastically outplay Bryce Young. Like it, it's yeah, not good. But they, for Bryce yeah, but they, yeah, but they, but Bryce Young is in his first year. Matt Jones has been here for years, and he. Looks, oh, I know it's his first. It, year. it is a conversation. The fact that it's even a conversation yeah. tells me that the answer is Mac Jones. I'm not one. saying the rest of his career Bryce Young's going to be worse, but right no. now I think you could argue Tyrod's better. But I think he, yeah, he can make no, an argument. Multiple, Daniel yeah, Jones has still- given this offense nothing. Like you can make an argument, Tyrod. Just any switch at quarterback might provide even a small spark. For this team, maybe who knows? Nonetheless, can I play the drop again? If if you're taking Buffalo, you can. Are you not taking Buffalo? No, I am taking Buffalo. I'm just saying. Oh, you can play it. We're oh like I was about to say we- what? <laughs> <laughs> what? I was saying what? in order in order to play that drop, we both have to be on the chalk. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's no, why I was. There's saying. no way I'm taking sure the Giants here. There's no Buffalo way I'm Giants here. Buffalo lost last week to Jacksonville. They're gonna come in pissed. Yeah, they're at I, home. I don't even. They're gonna be breaking tables in the second quarter. Like, yeah, I gotta I, go with uh, Buffalo. I wanted to sell myself any way I could on the Giants being competitive in this game, but this the injury report is liter it's literally too long where I can't read on the show. The whole team is destroyed. You can argue Barkley might be back. We'll see what happens there, but I don't know who the quarterback is. For the Giants. And even if it is Daniel Jones, he's one of the worst primetime quarterbacks of all time. So I think Buffalo buries this team. They're a good team, awful loss, playing in London. They'll be motivated to be back home. I think they'll bury the Giants. I can't even take the Giants in a teaser. <laughs> no, yeah, I, no, I can't. Yeah, no. All right. I mean, I'm trying to sell myself on Tyrod. And if Tyrod comes in here and shocks the world, on Sunday night football, I will probably never forget myself. But the way you se- no, the way you sell yourself on is the over because you can get there if Buffalo scores forty five points anyway. But Tyrod might be I'm able not to taking score a over bit. in Sunday night football. Well, just saying that would be the way that you could take the Giants or maybe a Giants team total over, and you just know the you just expect the Bills to go crazy anyway. There are ways no, to back Tyrod without the Giants. The, Gi- the Giant, you know, the Giants only have one touchdown in the first half. And that was a hundred and hundred and two yard pick, pick six, six last week. Yeah. yeah, no. Under 44 and a half. This team can't score. All right. Lock dog. For my lock, I gotta I gotta roll with the close your eye special, man. Give me New England plus three. That was gonna be my dog. All right. That's fine. Okay. We didn't, well, I'm we didn't assuming you're the taking same. Tampa, so that makes sense. Uh, well, no. So I, I do really want to take Tampa. I'm very torn. I Do I want to take Tampa or do I want to take an alt spread with the Rams? 
That's because a good question. I, I feel like you could put the Rams in a pleaser, which if you know nobody knows, a pleaser is when instead of teasing a line down, you please the line up and you take the plus money. Because how do the Rams not win by two touchdowns here? They really should. They really should. People liked Arizona because they were frisky. They were still losing games, just to be How? clear. They weren't good. They were just better than we thought they were going to be, but they're still a bottom feeder team. And now James Conner's injured How and they can't run the ball. So I'm everyone has the better the better. So if I go plus six, that's one eighty two. How much do I get on Tampa Bay? One forty four. All right. Give me the Rams minus 13. I, I really don't see how they're competitive in this game at all. Rams minus 13, 182. All right. Uh, so for my lock, I think I am going to go to that Rams game as well, but I will take something a bit different. Give me the Rams team total over 27 and a half points. Four touchdowns? They'll get the four touchdowns. Yeah. I think that yeah. you're, you're looking at the Rams airing it out. The Cardinals defensively have been a mess. They gave up 31 points to the Giants. No offense, but that's still really, really bad. That was mostly in one half. The Cardinals are not a good football team, especially on defense. We saw Joe Burrow and Chase uh, torch them the entire game. They scored 30-plus points last week. Arizona has allowed at least 31 points in three of the last four games. Now, the Rams' offense has not been great this season. They've had pretty difficult opponents so far this year. They played Mm -hmm. Seattle, playoff team. Played the Niners, arguably the best team in the league. Played the Bengals, who might be a playoff team by season's end. We'll see what happens. Played the Colts. They scored 29. Uh, They also played the Eagles, who might be one of the best teams in the league as well. Scored 14. But the point is, they really have not had any extreme bottom feeders to pad their record. They're 2-3. and They're going to air it out. Cup's back. He might go for 150. Give me Stafford to air it out for a bunch of touchdowns. And give me the Rams team total over 27.5 as my lock. For my dog, give me the Patriots before I change my mind. I just still don't trust the Raiders. I just don't. I just can't trust them. Even in that Green Bay game, I thought they were outplayed a decent amount of that game. They won mm-hmm. because Marcus Peters horse collared a guy to save a touchdown. But Jordan Love was really bad, and the Packers still had a shot to win it because the Raiders are not a good team. The Patriots are bad too. Don't get me wrong, but I do think Belichick will find a way to beat his pupil. I don't want to say it's the same thing as Saban beating his former assistants, but I don't trust McDaniels to actually outcoach Belichick in any game. Give me the Patriots money line as ugly as it sounds. I'll take New England money line at around, sorry, finding the price, plus 120. If if New England dogs out the Raiders in this game, how do they not fire McDaniels on the spot? (laughs) You should have fired him already, but his buyout's so big, they can't get rid of him. Oh, man. All right. Sky, anything else for people before we get up out of here? Yeah, we got an underdog lineup. Oh, yeah. All right. Underdog. I wonder if they have Kate not Kate Otten up. I really like Kate Otten this week. Okay, well, I do want to ask you since we are going to be focusing on one game in particular, at least to oh, start. I really don't. Do you want Stafford passing yards at 280 and a half, or do you want cup receiving yards at 86 and a half? Let's say cup receiving yards. Okay. Say 86 and a half. The possibility for Stafford, like, where they literally destroy this team. Yeah, I think I think Cup's going for a hundred. So yeah, I, I don't mind that pretty easily. Yeah. Okay. Cup higher eighty six and a half passing. What else we got, Scott? 
Uh, I'll ask have, you, um, what props do you like? Are we going Garoppolo pick? Man. If we think New England's winning, are we just taking Garoppolo interception? If they have it? Uh, mm, I don't know. Well, I'm JC Jackson is back there. I don't even think I see that prop. Okay. I wasn't sure I'm, if they had it or I'm not, but it was worth asking. Let's get something. Anybody you like on the Eagles score a touchdown? Uh, to score a touchdown, I mean, Jalen Hurts push, push is always a safe choice, but, you know. I don't even think that's up here. No, they don't. They have have, oh, well, they do. It's just not a scorcher. They have it's up Wilson here, but it's just not a scorcher. they have interception for Zach or lost fumble? Do they have a scorcher? On? They do have lost fumble, 2x scorcher. For Wilson, he's going to get sacked like six times in this game. Yeah. 2x so scorcher. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's, I think we're 0 and 2 on the lost fumble angle, but I like the idea. It doesn't so matter. We'll do that. No, I hit with Russ last week. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. And then we have one more that we need. Uh, mm, let's see. I don't really have any faith in uh, Jets defenders against that offensive line. We got Sunday Night Football. Well, I was going to say, if you wanted to do an ugly prop that I do kind of like, if you want to go with a Patriots tight end against the Raiders, the Raiders are not very good against tight ends. If you want to go to, like, Hunter Henry. Let's go Josh Allen touchdown. He scores against Abel. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, 1.25 scorcher. How much do you think we had a 2x scorcher and a 1.25? How much do you think we, we got for three? For three, I'll say about 15 to one. Scott! What? Let's go. Do I have a drop for that? Oh, I don't. I need. Wow, what a call! Fifteen to one on the three X scorch on the three pick underdog lineup. We have Zach Wilson two X scorcher lost a fumble. We have one point two five scorcher Josh Allen half a rush or receiving touchdown and we have cooper cup higher 86 and a half receiving yards scott this feels amazing yeah let's cook all right other than that for the three people that are watching us on youtube make sure you like the video on the way out and for everybody that came in on youtube afterwards make sure you like the video and for all the people that are listening to us through their ears wherever you get your podcast leave us a five-star rating and review and tell me who is better with the pen? Rudy to booty. Steve. I have nothing else to say. Nothing else to do. No other way of ending podcast. We're just going to end it like this. We are out of here.